Hello, listeners. This is Parenting is a Joke. I'm a dirty beauty sponge named Ophira Eisenberg. On the show, we bring together stand-up comedians and funny people to talk about their career, being creative, and how they are managing as a parent. How do they find time to create and also raise kids? Yeah, like how the fuck are they doing it? Uh, By the way, I haven't had a drip of alcohol in 14 days now. I just needed a detox after that tour and that I had a bad cold and I just did not want to make it any worse. So it's just been water, chicken broth, green tea, coffee. And uh, I looked at myself in the mirror this morning and thought, two weeks of clean living. Here we go. Why do I not look better? Seriously. Why? Uh, I guess I don't look exhausted and dehydrated anymore. Just exhausted. Slight improvement. In this episode, I get to talk to comedian and actor John Glazer all about the state of phones and social media in his house. We'd make videos together and my daughter would just like talk in that, hey, this is my channel. <laughs> And I just fucking hate that shit. Oh. And when I see like families and kids, there was this one YouTube channel, Bro and Sis. Holy fuck. It is so fucking annoying to see these two kids. Like if it was ironic, it would be so incredible. Stay tuned for more of my interview with John Glazer right after this break. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I have no idea how my son's birthday turned into a three-part series. It was a marathon, okay? So there was the actual birthday where we did an activity. Then there was Halloween, Uh, And because it was Halloween, we did his party the weekend after. And then there was his school party last Friday in class for all the kids with October birthdays. 
uh, which I missed. Both me and my husband missed. My son was pissed. Okay, so there were cross wires, and we thought we couldn't come to the classroom, but it turns out other parents were there, miscommunication. So when my husband picked him up at school, he was crying and yelling. I was out having lunch with uh, producer Julie when my husband texted me basically saying, come home right now. So uh, I stuck her with the bill. Thanks again for lunch, Julie. And I ran home. And as I was running home, I was just getting all worked up. I was just like, we try so hard. And this has all been like pretty expensive. And we're trying to be there. And I have all this guilt from not being there for a month. And, you know, we could have easily been at the school thing, but we thought we couldn't be there. And why is the school fucking up all of our communication? They're not great at this. And, you know, all of this stuff. And I finally just was so upset that by the time I walked in the door and saw my son, I started crying. I was bawling just going, I'm sorry. I understand why you're furious. I would be furious. There was a miscommunication and I'm so upset. And my son just looked so shocked. And very softly, he said, it's okay, mom. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's okay. And he was patting my shoulder lightly. And I thought, am I traumatizing him? Or is this a borderline genius parenting hack? Don't know. And then we paid a bucket of money for 16 kids and him to have this Taekwondo birthday party with a chocolate cake from the nice bakery in the area. And then after that, my husband and I just sat there depleted while my son unwrapped his gifts. That included a gun, a plastic gun, like a Nerf gun, but not Nerf, Nerf-like gun. Let me tell you something. This is a policy in my house. No gun toys. That's what I've said from the beginning. No questions about it. No further information needed. No further chatter. No gun toys. That's not true. I've talked about why I feel that way. And these guns that he got, they are shaped like real fucking weapons. Let me tell you. Of course, orange and blue plastic to make it all cutesy, but there are foam bullets, clearly bullets. Uh, You got to cock the gun to shoot it off. And those bullets fly at a velocity that is pretty wild. Like they could hurt someone. They shoot out with force. And, you know, I, I just don't know what to do because I've told him that we don't believe in guns and that's why we don't do toy guns. And I've told him, you know, a little bit about war. I don't know. I try to keep it kind of light and yet age appropriate and yet in the realm of reality. And then I live in Park Slope. There was nowhere to shoot off this toy. There's people everywhere and the parks are filled with people. And even if he brought it out in a public space, other parents would freak the fuck out. They'd probably report me to the parenting site, which everybody is on. And then they would use my name. Okay. And I'd be banned or something. Uh, anyways, it's hilarious to me thinking about how much he can't even play with this dumb toy. There's no place to do it. And then I'm like, am I just so oversensitive to this and making it way bigger of a deal? Like, have I turned him into the kid that wants this toy gun more than anything? Because of all of the stuff I have told him about how much I don't believe in it. Have I done this? (sighs) Maybe he'll just forget about it, right? Kids do that. They get all ramped up about some gift or activity or game or whatever. And then, you know, a week later, it's just shoved in the corner with the rest of the stuff. (laughs) I am posing all of these questions to my guest. But also, feel free to advise me, okay? Email us at info at prettygoodfriends.com. Send a voice text to us. Just go to parentingisajoke.com. 
parentingisajoke.com. There's instructions. DM us on Instagram at parentingisajoke. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm right. Tell me I'm an idiot. I have an eight-year-old telling me I'm an idiot. How about some adults? Okay. I'm open to that. And stay tuned for this great interview with John Glazer. I'm excited to be talking to my guest today because we are in studio together, which is such a rarity these days with all of the Zooming and Riversiding and etc. He's an actor. He is a writer. He created and co-wrote and starred in many TV shows, including Delocated, Neon Joe, Werewolf Hunter, and John Glazer Loves Gear. Uh, most people re- probably recognize him as Councilman Jam from Parks and Recreation and Laird from Girls. He is a Emmy Award-winning television writer, John Glazer. Hello. Hello. And Brooklynite. Yeah. Okay, so I always start by doing this with, you know, any comedian who's a parent. Share the names and ages of your kids if you're comfortable. Uh, I'm always so weird about it. Okay. I shouldn't give a shit. I'll say ages. Great. Can I not say names? Of course. That's fine. My son is a senior in high school. He's 17. See, that's like prime area for anonymity <laughs> required. Yeah. They're just, I don't know. It's always, yeah. I, don't, I don't like putting them like, on, I never put them on social media yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, that's one of the jokes in John Glazer Loves Gear is that I don't want to put the kids on camera. Yeah. So we blur their faces. And I just, anyway, my son's 17. 17. That and, is... Ah, uh, man. Okay. We'll get and to my that. My daughter is almost 12 in a month. Oh. Okay. So in New York, today is election day. I mean, mm-hmm. it's election day in general, but in New York, that means no school. No school. My daughter had four friends over sleepover last night. No. Pretty hilarious. You know, five tween girls just, oh my God, it was so funny just to listen to it. Are they just chattering the whole time? Nonstop. <laughs> I'm trying not to eavesdrop, but trying to listen, like hear what they're saying. Like sometimes I heard like, do I hear about what am I hearing that's inappropriate? I don't care, but I'm just curious, but I couldn't make out too much, but it was so fucking funny. I mean, and then they all just like, we set up mattresses. We, I live in a two level apartment, okay. which I've never lived in the entire time I've lived here. So when all the tweens are in their uh, second floor, uh, you give them the floor, well, right? They were, they were on what's the first floor. Oh, they were on the first floor. In the living room where like two were on the couch and then three <laughs> shared the two mattresses that we brought downstairs and put next to each other. Oh. They watched a movie on a projector, which was super fun. Just hilarious. You know, it was, they were up till I woke up at three in the morning just to pee. Because I'm at that age where it's like, oh, I'm starting to wake up more in the middle of the night. I don't fucking like this. Yeah. And I just, it was 3 a.m. And I just hear giggling and laughing down there. They were just up all night. It was so funny. Very cute and sweet. Because they knew they had no school today. So it was like, oh, party. yeah. I knew it. We, I knew they'd be up all night. And we didn't care. It was just really funny to hear it all. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm literally How old asked, are you? You have just one and he's just turned eight. Eight. Yeah boy and we just had a birthday party for him i i would love your perspective on this so we just had a birthday party for him again my son was just a quote-unquote like bouncer at our friend's son's birthday no. who i think is eight or nine a bouncer well like he and his friend yeah. just kind of quote-unquote worked the door yeah, just yeah. to make sure no kids escaped <laughs> watching jackets you yes. know anyway so go ahead okay so um park slope i think our listeners know this point because i talk about it quite a bit you know the style of parenting is pretty precious it's a very affluent area yeah there's a lot of attention put to like 
whatever people consider is the right thing. So fucking annoying. It's very annoying God and it can it. be very um, overbearing oh, and God. everyone thinks they are so glorious with their opinion. Uh, it's infuriating. Okay. So one of the gifts, we, you know, we, we were like, don't bring gifts to the birthday party. Actually, that's what I said. My husband was like, bring gifts, everybody. So people brought gifts, super nice, did not expect anything, but there was a package, a large wrap package that my son was very psyched about because he knew what it was because him and the kid had a pre-conversation and he opened it up to toy guns. They look like AK-47s, but they are orange and blue plastic. And you literally cock, like load it up with bullets in the chamber. You cock it so you can shoot one of these foam bullet darts. They're called darts, but man, they are bullets. And let me tell you, the velocity on that thing is crazy. Yeah. So logistically, I'm like, you can't shoot it in our apartment. You can't shoot in the hallway. We can't bring it to a park in Park Slope. Are you kidding me? Pull out little plastic AK-47 and start shooting around. Full. I was like, there's Just get, nowhere. You got to get a shoulder strap and have them walk around like these fucking assholes who show up at whatever with their gun pointed down like military style and their kind of wrist kind of like, yep. you know, have them walk around like that. Like yeah. the sort of security guard. Yeah, yeah. Guys. Like safety. I, I guess it's like a safety pose putting the barrel down. I don't yeah. fucking know. But personally, I don't care. It's like it's fantasy and I can separate that. Same with vi the video game arguments. It's all yes. bullshit. But this is a little fucking much. I mean- in this day and age, it's crazy to even say, yeah, well, this is an appropriate toy. I don't know. That's a tricky one. I remember having a toy gun when I can't even remember how I got it. If I bought it when I was probably around his age yeah. because my parents were still married. Like I always gauge that when did they got divorced when I was eight. So I was probably six, seven or eight. And I remember my mom finding like <laughs> it was a toy gun in the closet. That you bought? I can't remember. No, that's the thing. I'm trying to remember. How did I get it? But they were really angry about it. Maybe I got it as a gift. Maybe I got it. Right. I don't remember. But that also makes me think of a different one. If I can keep going yeah, on go these tangents. It. But this is much like probably 13, 14, maybe 12 or 11. But I was yeah. double digits. I mean, I loved guns. I thought they were cool. I was fascinated by them. There was a market nearby called Diamond Market. And it was like the liquor store bodega style place, but for the suburbs, but a big place. Huge. I go and I buy just a guns and ammo magazine because I just thought it was cool. Yeah. Take it home. I'm sitting in the kitchen, just leafing through it. My mom comes home. She's like, what is that? Just live it. I'm like, oh, uh, I bought this magazine. Take it back. What? Take it back. She was so mad that I had this guns magazine. She made me take it back. So instead of just like going outside and finding a garbage can and tossing it, God. I go back to the market. <laughs> I walk in very sheepishly. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I grabbed the wrong magazine. Uh, and the, the, yeah, the guy and the guy behind the counter is like, he's looking, he had this knowing smile, like knew I was fucking busted. He's like, okay, sure. You go ahead. And so I'm looking at the, all the, you know, a ton of magazines like, well, what should I grab? What's the magazine that I quote unquote meant to get? And as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh, how convenient for today's infuriating times. It was a Time magazine with a photo of an Israeli fighter jet on the cover. And I can't remember what was going on at the time. And I just thought, 
oh, I meant to grab this just because in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is cool. This here's a here's a fighter jet. That's and so I grabbed that more troubling and truly like, piece of uh, periodical to tell the guy. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> Here's the magazine I meant to get. Not guns and ammo. Time. <laughs> Real guns. Yeah, I'm 11. <laughs> I meant the war. Oh, my God. And they were like, yeah, it's fine. No, that's fine. You know, there was another part of me. I, I actually thought we have the laundry room in the basement of our apartment building. And I thought, you know what? He can take it down there and whip off rounds because there's just these big industrial machines and nothing else. And maybe they'll fall the bullets behind the machines where it's just oh, piles of yeah, lint. Yeah, yeah. And then he'll have to deal with that. Uh, and then I was thinking maybe that's you're great. Crea- you're creating an assassin. <laughs> he'll, he'll start thinking about, I need to ration my bullets. One shot, make it count. Deer hunter. Like he's just going to go off on a deer hunter. Yeah. Remember deer hunter. Of course. One shot. One shot. One shot, remember? Oh, God damn Because I was thinking, like, maybe if I showed great enthusiasm towards it. Let's not blow past my De Niro impression. <laughs> it was pretty good. I'm shitty. sorry. I'm sorry. One shot. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> Did you not allow any kind of toy or thing in your house? Well, this was what I was going to say yeah. earlier. I realized, you know, it's weird because you can get mad about guns. But then we had a moment when my son was probably... Six or seven, right when, right after we adopted our daughter, and he had seen all the Star Wars movies. He was really into Star Wars. And there's some, you know, in like the newer ones, one, two, and three, which were the shitty ones with the Jar Jar Binks. Oh, God, please. We watched them all. Yep. And it was for sure having moments of, this is pretty violent. Oh, it's wars. That's when you're like, wait a second. And tons of like overkill, those three films. And so, but we just were like, well, it's Star Wars. And, but it felt weird. And we had a moment where some friends came over and they, to play with our, to get our sons together, they brought two foam swords. And so they could play together and it was fun and cute and this and that. And then they left and left both swords. So now my son and I start playing Star Wars. We were doing a lightsaber battle with both swords. Makes sense. Yeah. He like knocks mine out of my hand. We're doing it dramatically. I pretend to go. I'm like, I go down. He walks over, picks up the other lightsaber, the other foam sword. And he starts walking at me real menacingly. I'm like, <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, I know exactly what he, he's just acting out the film. Yeah. He comes up to me. <laughs> it's, and he, cro- he like crosses the swords, puts them at my neck and then pulls them apart. Like he's slicing my head off and I just stayed. Listen, I stay, I committed. I stayed in character. <laughs> I wasn't going to ruin his fantasy. I'm like, don't ruin this fantasy. Just be, you're just, beheaded. Right. Go down. And I go down and I'm trying not to laugh because it was so funny, but it was also, I have to say, genuinely startling because I thought, where did he see that? Did, he didn't just create from? that. He saw that. And I realized, oh, it's the fucking thing where Anakin Skywalker takes his turn. And he just walks up and. Whew, yeah. And it was so it was so brutally violent and fucking hilarious. But look, there's going to be something. There's going to be something. You have to either decide where do you draw the line? It's really tough. And all you can do, I think, is make what you think is the best choice, right? As a parent, and then either adjust if you need to, like, oh, he's fine with this, or, oh, he's getting too into this. And is there a healthy way to, f- I don't know, it's 
Because now my son doesn't doesn't care about it. And nor do you. I mean, you were just talking about like being obsessed with like Guns and Ammo magazine as a little kid. And it's yeah. like, yeah, like, I just thought it was cool. And obviously, depending on who you are, it can go one way or the other. And it's a hard thing. I've never, I've never, well, I, I fired a blank for my gear show and it was terrifying. Uh, how involved were you or are you in your kids' schooling? Like, do you check their homework? Did you get involved in the PTA? Any of that stuff? Probably not as much as I should be. I try not to be too overbearing about it. Certainly when they were younger, way more. Yeah. And I I just love Because you have to. Yeah, you have to. And it's also enjoyable. I liked all that. It's just fun to help them with stuff. And then as they get older, it's just, you know, trying to help them but not do the work for them. And even now, like my my daughter will ask me to read her stories that she wrote. And I just she's a creative story writer. A little bit like she has. She had a really incredible assignment this year. She's seventh grade. And one of their assignments was write a four page dystopian story. And she came up with some really cool shit. And it was fun to just chit chat with her. Like you were talking some of the conversations you can have, some of the choices she made were really kind of dark and weird. And it's also just being okay with that, that they are, you know, the kids are smarter than we all give them credit for oh, yeah. usually. And trying to remember when I was a kid and how annoyed I'd be at annoying adults and not fall into those tropes of how old are you? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was 10 last year. Now I'm 11. Right. <laughs> and actually I will say seeing these girls all just hanging out at our apartment last night, it was a good reminder. Like they know what's up. I don't know why it's just feels like with girls, it's a little more just strange for me than with when my son was that age, just, he was also much quieter, more reserved. Yeah. And she, I think is just an extrovert. Yeah. She it just wants to be, wants action and it's great. But yeah. I'm also like, it's just bizarre sometimes when these like little girls, they've got their like, you know, tank tops and their low rise jeans. It's weird to see and to see kids, you know, just walking around the neighborhood without their without their parents. It's just as they get right. older, it's very strange. It's hard not to feel, for me at least, and maybe this is wrong, but like a little more protective. Of course. Because she's no. a girl. Of course. She's smart. We really held off getting her a cell phone. Yeah. Okay. When you say held off, how did you do? So my son got one in fifth grade. And the reason we did that was because he was walking to school alone. And we just said, this is for getting in touch with us only, you know, she of course brought that up when she was in fifth grade, like, okay, so I get a phone, right? And we had to say, no, there was a watch. There was the right. Apple watch that Samsung had, I think called the gizmo. Yes. I saw a lot of kids with those. And so that was last year. And she, this year, it was at the end of the school year, was really pushing for a phone. It's different. It's better than the watch. And she wrote us this two-page paper. Oh, I took the, love her. Oh, my God. She took the initiative. She was not asked to do this. She wrote us this argumentative paper. It was really good. Oh. It was so well-written, strong arguments, See? really articulate. And I, I just, we just could not not get her a phone. And we said, look, this is now yours to screw up or not. <laughs> and so she's been pretty good about it every now and then just complaints and wants apps and this and that. Yes. And it's just, we've had this discussion. No, but she's mostly pretty responsible. 
And are her friends at different levels? Like, do some of them have it all loaded up and they're on yeah, TikTok? Some of, and, yeah, yeah. Some of them had phones for years. Yeah. Some of them are on those apps. She'll see them, but she doesn't have them on her she phone. She doesn't have. And she's not begging to do a TikTok or a YouTube channel. No, but she's done that. Like, she has friends who are older and they'll do TikTok videos. And when she was much younger and she had friends that would do that, we'd make videos together. Yes. And- my daughter would just like talk in that, hey, this is my channel. <laughs> yeah, and that's what was, my son oh, does. <laughs> and I just fucking hate that shit. Oh. And when I see like families and kids, there was this one YouTube channel. Do you know this one? Bro and Sis. No, but <sighs> Bro and Sis. Holy fuck. It is so fucking annoying. It's so gross. To see these two kids, hey, what should we do? And it's just, there's no irony to it. Like, if it was ironic, it would be so incredible. It'd be awesome. But it's not. My son, you know, he has Instagram. We finally allowed that. He barely posts. You know, he'll do things in his stories every now and then if his buddies and him are hanging out. He's pretty good. I mean, he's on his phone too much. They all are. And we're not as good as we should be about limiting it and but how do you do it like how do you do it i guess for me i always and i i don't think this is okay necessarily but the majority of the time not all of it certainly he's on with friends like he plays a lot of video games and they're doing it together and certainly during the pandemic and it's at least he's being social with it and literally talking to his friends And he also does enough outside where they're just doing stuff. It's not all at home. Exactly. So there's a balance. There's a pretty good balance with him. There's a pretty good balance with my daughter. She does a lot of outside activities. So we're trying to keep her off of social media as long as we can. Do you turn off your Wi-Fi connection for them at night or anything like that? Or the phones have to leave the bedroom? We haven't done that. Okay. And usually when they go to sleep, they're asleep. Yeah, okay, my son, good. you haven't had to do it. That's well, we truth. haven't had to like we've we've tried to tell our son, you know, he does a little too much close to bed. But then so am I. So it's hard to be like, I don't know. do that backgammon for an hour. But you know, it's just I say this to my husband all the time. It's like so hard to be like, hey, uh, get- Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do, too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done 
has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Get off your iPad. Yeah. John, before I let you go back into the uh, the dark world of New York, mm. I want to throw some rapid-fire questions at you. Now, they're rapid-fire from my point of view. You can answer them in whatever speed you want. Got it. But they're sort of non-sequitur. So now you know what we're doing here. Would you rather volunteer to chaperone a school dance or judge a high school talent show? Oh, the talent show in a second. Really? Oh my God. It'd be way the school dance sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> then it's just like, uh, like how what age are the kids? Am I gonna make my kid feel self-conscious because I'm there? The talent show is like you're gonna see some hilarious shit and it's just it's gonna true. be more enjoyable, I think. And you would be good about not being like, listen, you're never gonna be a dancer. Prop I, I'm sure I would throw that in there because I can't, you know, it's who, I, it's who we right. are. You have those instincts, and but I'd hopefully make it funny. Would for sure do that over, okay. the, over All right, the dance good. in a second. If you had to beg your kids to do one activity of your choice on the weekend, what would it be? Mm, wow. Bike ride. Bike ride. Are they bike riders? Well, yes and no. My son does more mostly city bike stuff. He has like some friends gave us an old folding bike that he uses oh, yeah. when he goes to meet his buddies. Uh, my daughter, there was a few years where I could get her to come with me. We bought a great dirt bike. You know, I like riding off-road mostly and we'd go into the park and some of the trails. It was the best. We were going to start a group called the Prospect Park Peacocks <laughs> because there's a couple trails behind the zoo and we could see the peacocks. And it was so oh. fun to take my daughter on a ride and bring hot chocolate. And it was just the best. And now, like, forget it. We bought her a bike last summer. She did not use it once. Mm. And that is for sure something. I just love riding with her. And yeah. so the less that happens, the sadder I get. And that would be it for sure. And when, what age was she riding with you? Like eight, nine? Yeah. Ten? And she, okay. she learned how to ride a bike pretty quickly. And we'd go on. Yeah. Oh, man, I really missed that. <laughs> All right. I feel like there's some potential, though. That could come back around. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, would you rather help your kids with their calculus math homework or run lines with them for a part of the school play? Oh, my God. The school play. <laughs> but I like both. I, You know, recently I was helping my daughter with some math, probably just a couple of nights ago. And I loved math as a kid and I was good at it. Yeah. And it was actually really fun to do some of these problems with her. And so I do really enjoy that. But there's 
something about like just going over lines that would be fun, even though, you know, that's a weird thing to, if they want to be an actor, it's like, oh boy. <laughs> what is your favorite food to eat with your kids? Hmm. Probably with my son, bagels. We've started just like go to a bagel place near yep. us. Saturdays have become like Saturday morning, Premier League, British Premier League soccer. We get bagels and we watch soccer all morning. <laughs> and it's the best. Get the couch, snuggle with the dog, bagels. And it's just, I love it. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah, with my you, have daughter. A, you have a lot of, may I say, from what I can glean, you have a lot of um, like almost family rituals. There's a few. Yeah. It's just so great having those things. It's yeah. so special. Even if they're little things, like, look, whenever my daughter, when we lived in Windsor Terrace, one of the ways we'd, do, we'd go on, like, hot chocolate hikes. I'm going to start crying now. Yeah. just, like, saying that. <sighs> yeah. Hot chocolate hikes. Are, <sighs> that is, uh, sounds you know, like. That stuff is just, I miss that so much. Like, yeah. when they're getting older, she doesn't want to do those things. Like, those were just so fun. Yeah. And Prospect Park is so awesome because you really get a sense of being in the woods and doing something that's not in the city. It's and the guy's masterpiece, that uh, the architect. I thought you were going somewhere. I'm, I'm like, I thought you were saying that's where guys masturbate. I'm like, what <laughs> no. the fuck are you it's even? The Central Park guys what masterpiece. What was that, Suck? What he was that Central segue? He did Central Park and he was, that was, Central Park's the first draft of Prospect Park. Is that true? Yeah. And listen, and that's where guys masturbate. <laughs> and it's great you take her there for your hot chocolate. I just wanted to cut the emotion with a little <laughs> masturbation, okay? <laughs> really? I'm like, what the fuck what? is she talking this about? This is how this podcast goes? That sh there should be a podcast called The Story Ruiner. And it's just, you, right. you, you invite guests on. It's like the underminer kind of I version. I guess that's kind of Debbie Downer is just. Underminer, uh, Debbie Downer, yeah. But God, that really. <laughs> <laughs> well, you succeeded. Thanks. No you problem. Fucking killed him. I'm here that for you. Really uh, thank you so much, John. Uh, oh, and yeah. listeners, you need to check out John's new album. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, find it wherever you listen to your music. Also, you can just support the artist directly by going. Buy to it. Don't stream it. Yeah, go to just Pretty Good it. Friends. This is a way, like, I love ending this podcast on an angry rant. Support the artist. But it is true. Like, here's something you can do directly. Like, buy it instead of stream it. That's my recommendation. Absolutely. <laughs> PrettyGoodFriends.com has it right there. And yeah. You can just go get it immediately. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That was pretty fun. I'm so exhausted from just like... <laughs> ah, Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe now to this podcast so you do not miss an episode. Pass it along to a friend. And if you get a chance to leave us a review, that would be great. Whatever is a meaningful amount of stars for you, I would suggest five. For updates and more content, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, at Parenting is a Joke, on X, at Parenting Joke. I'll never get used to that. Uh, subscribe to our Substack. We have new content every week. Just go to Substack and search for Parenting is a Joke. Did your kid already lose their water bottle this year at school or an activity or at the playground? No problem. We have merchandise. Get a water bottle from us. It reads Future Lost and Found right on it. So it already knows where it's going. Also, we have a reusable sandwich bag that reads, I'm a great parent, because you are. And uh, you've heard me talk about my breastfeeding failures. We have a wonderful t-shirt based on the band I'm going to have with other mothers that had a hard time breastfeeding. It's a very soft t-shirt that reads, low supply. All of that and more can be found at prettygoodfriends.com slash merch. For more info on my live shows, go to Ophira Eisenberg 
www.jennyfarrell.com. For more details, photos, and videos of all of my things, just follow me at Ophira E. Our episode is produced by me and Julie Smith-Clem. Our editor is Nina Porzuki. Our sound designer is Tina Toby Mack. Our digital marketing is done by Laura Vogel. Our video editor is Melissa Weiss. Our theme song and music is done by Adir Amram and The Experience. Special thanks to all of the engineers at CityVox and our overqualified intern, Jeffrey Kaufman. And we'll leave you with a little tease from John Glazer's new album, John Glazer's Soothing Meditations for the Solitary Dog. Okay. Hi, everybody. Hope everyone's doing okay today. Uh, If this is a good boy or a good girl's first time listening to this, what's happening right now is that we are preparing for your human to leave your home or dwelling for an extended period of time. And what you're listening to is a vocal relaxation session designed to minimize and combat any stress that you'll be experiencing once they exit the premises. Now, if this is not a good boy or good girl's first time listening, then perhaps the calming sound and tone of my voice is familiar to you in such a way that you know your human is about to head out and reminds you that while you may still experience the stress that comes with them leaving, you know that it is only temporary and that they will be coming back and that they have put this audio on to help you relax. Or perhaps you simply have no idea what's going on. Who knows what dogs think, right? And listen, sometimes ignorance is bliss. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.